I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. Marcus, you missed our 200th episode, which was a huge event. Yeah. We had all kinds of stuff yes. happen. We actually remembered it was our 200th episode and mentioned yep. it constantly mm-hmm. throughout the runtime. We did. <sighs> we had special guests. We had musical artists. It was crazy up in yeah. here. We had Apple D app from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did just his parts from all their songs. So it was really, yeah. really exciting. Oh, man, how could I miss that? Yeah. Jeez. He wanted to see you. He's he's a big Marcus fan. I yeah. know. I mean, how could he not? He wanted you to sign his poster. <laughs> yeah. Of Marcus. Yeah. But <laughs> he, he printed himself. Posters. No, no, he printed it yeah. himself because he's a big fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Man, it's a picture of you was sleeping game. in your bed at night, though. I don't, I don't know how he got that one, but... <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, it was let's be honest here. Super easily is how he oh, got that, it. That's actually true. Because <laughs> Marcus would sleep through a whole thing. Yeah, I think a SWAT a team heartbeat. would have a hard time waking up, Marcus. <laughs> Listen, if you can sleep through a hurricane, you can sleep through anything, all right? You can throw a flashback into Marcus's I don't know if that's something to brag about, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I imagine that, that scene in T2 where, uh, where uh, Sarah Connor sees, like, the nuke go off of Los Angeles, and, like, right across the street, this is Marcus. Yeah. He's, he's sleeping next <laughs> to that playground. Up. Yep. He wakes up, Skynet's controlling the world, he's like, what the hell happened? Right. <laughs> Did I sleep past the end of humanity? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. Anyways, boys, uh I guess the biggest news story is happening right now is that it's fucking hot. It's hot it is now. pretty damn hot. Today I was like, you yep. know what? I'm feeling kind of I'm feeling kind of, you know, stressed out. Let me take a walk. It was ninety two degrees outside. I'm not taking a goddamn walk right now. Can <laughs> <laughs> you fucking kidding me? It's so hot in the UK that it is melting the tarmac on their airports. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't know tarmac can melt. I thought that once it congealed, or once it solidified, it was there until it, until it cracks, but apparently not. Uh, I guess that's only the case under normal conditions. Probably. Mm-hmm. And I think next, their roads, their roads will begin to melt next. Um, it's, it's like they're on the surface of the fucking sun. And it's like a, it's like ninety five degrees. That's what that's destroying their country. Which uh, we make fun of it a little bit, but they don't have it, they don't have AC in their homes. Yes, oh, they do not no. have AC. That is oh. a very very a strange concept for us. Because if we didn't have AC, um, we would be We'd little be babies. Dead. Well, that's not true. There's no, plenty. Seth. There's plenty of countries that have hotter temperatures than us and don't have AC. Um, but pl- right. plenty of places in India don't have it and are much hotter than here. Um, yeah, and they live, but I mean. 
I'm sure it's not comfortable. But we're spoiled as a thing. Of course. Oh yeah, yeah. If we if we lost if we lost AC now, oh yeah, we'd be completely mm-hmm. fucked. If we never had it, it's a different story. I don't think our com- our computer should function at that temperature out. You have to turn it off, I think. Well, that'll get it. that will be what solves climate change. They won't be able to watch porn anymore. And they'll be like, Alright, <laughs> we gotta fix this shit now. I'm sorry. We'll be car- we'll be carbon zero in a year. Oh yeah. <laughs> um actually in response to the uh the gas prices going up, the resp- the response has been let's drill more oil. We need more of this. Yeah, of course. And do you know what the current plan for solving climate change is? Have you seen this insane plan they have? No. We've all seen the episode of The Simpsons, right, where Mr. Burns builds the giant sun shield over over Springfield to so they charge them for sunlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to darken our atmosphere. They want to release chemicals into the upper atmosphere that will that will uh, reflect sunlight back. Why not? Why not just build the sun shield? I, mean, I know it would take a an insane amount of resources, but I feel like the sun shield might be smarter. What are these? I don't know how I feel like just chemicals being blown into the atmosphere. I feel like that's kind of what like, started the problem was us throwing chemicals out. It's like it, it won't actually darken the atmosphere. It'll look the same, but it'll have more. You know how like glass reflects light, right? It'll have like little chemicals that uh, or some kind of material that like bounces light back. So it's going to reduce the incoming light by 30 percent. They say that's their that again. This is just a plan. How about this? How about instead we make a gigantic mirror and give the sun a taste of his own medicine? Because <laughs> the sun's had it too easy for all these years. You're goddamn right. Let's burn the sun for a little bit and see how it feels. <laughs> what we should do is you know that fucking dark side of the moon. Let's bright, let's, let's lighten it up. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny when you brought up the Mr. Burns thing. I thought you said I thought you were gonna say that America has some kind of plan to build our whole country into like a, a Super Bowl stadium and just have the, the top <laughs> close and open when we need it to. There actually is another plan to put a sun shield in space. It wouldn't be like a big romp thing. It would be like very thin material that blocks out sunlight, and then you can move it around, you know, sort of modularly to like. I don't fucking know, dude. It's science or whatever. It's it's stupid. Science. But again, this is all. This is all we're doing. This is to is avoid having to stop using oil. That's all. This is yeah. to avoid using, stop using <laughs> stop oil. Using, to not use oil. To not use any renewable resources. And to not yep. have easily more easily recyclable um, materials. And cut down all that stuff. Um, we will do everything except solve the fucking problem. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Humanity will literally reenact the plot of the Matrix instead of uh, going to therapy. I mean, yeah. uh, stopping using oil. Oh, I'm actually starting to think wild. that robots taking over is going to be the the happy ending to the world. Exactly. Because if robots took over, they would immediately see that climate was a problem, and they do it. They'd immediately solve it in like a week. Yeah. They'd be like, all right, mm-hmm. we did everything. Boom. Also, you are all uh, batteries now, and you can't hear it or say because <laughs> fuck you. And it's, it's 1999, baby. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Plug my ass into the Matrix. Let's do right. this thing. I ask people this a lot. When you when you're faced with the decision, if you're Neo, do you just stay you just stay plugged in in your warm little pot, or do you fight? Do you fight? Here's the thing for me. Okay, if I was already in the Matrix, I'd want to get out of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't in the Matrix, put my ass in there. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's like 
I guess they do a better job about the second and third movies. But in the first movie, I'm like, what is, why, why do I even want to leave? You know, like, and then because yeah. the world is fucked. <laughs> it's not Morpheus good. shows them the world and you're like, yeah. But then they have planets with like big rave orgies. So I guess <laughs> not planets, but areas. So. Marcus, what about you? Um, shit. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'd get out of the Matrix for a little holiday. Just go back. In. Holiday on the, <laughs> the sun, to- the, 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 the blackened ash that is Chicago, right. Illinois. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that'd be nice. A little Matrix vacation. My version of the Matrix. Make sure I don't get fat or something or something stupid. Infinite money hack, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Infinite money hack. Yeah. Good. The most appealing yeah, thing like, about being inside the tank, though, is y- when you come out, you look so smooth. Because <laughs> there's just no hair. You just look like a completely smooth boy. That's right. Fresh babe. <laughs> you know, they, I remember in, in the, like, the third, when they say, or the second, or whatever, they say that like the first Matrix was a paradise and humans couldn't handle it. And that's dumb. <laughs> I think we would be fucking balling in yeah, oh Paradise Heaven Matrix. Are you kidding me? We'd be sucking and fucking uh, the whole way through. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like you wouldn't have to, you would not even have to hide it from us. That hey, listen, guys, we're gonna plug you into this battery pod, and you'll be hairless smooth boy in here forever. But also, it's gonna be heaven. Yeah, I would be like, sign me up, bro. What up? What up, middle middle man? Let's do this. There's a nightmare world of blasted hellscapes and spider flying robots. Put me in this fucking simulation. <laughs> is that is that now the counterculture thing? Is to be is to be pro matrix. <laughs> I'm getting there. I think I'm I'm much more pro matrix than I am pro anything else that we're currently headed towards. Yeah. Oh, the only man. problem though is sadly I don't think that the people we have are smart enough to even make robots that can take over the world. Because they're gonna have everything behind weird paywalls and uh, you know planned obsolescence, and the, the robots will take over the world and then fail a couple months later because they they can't install the new <laughs> firmware. Oh god! I go back and forth between that's what'll happen, or they'll make the machines that are just so smart they overcome them because the capitalists are so stupid, and it's like yeah, I can't figure out which one will win in the end. Um, did you guys hear about that um, Google employee who thinks that their AI was sentient um, and got, oh, got yeah. suspended? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, first of all, that's very funny because when you on the face of it, you're like, "Well, that's I guess that's possible." We we've seen it a lot in movies. Um, but then I found a picture of the guy. Have you guys seen this this guy? Oh boy! <laughs> um, I was talking about it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. Okay, let me. Uh, oh my god, I gotta give the best picture I can find. Okay, here it is. This is the one that I saw, and uh, I mean, let's just say that it is. Uh, just go ahead and imagine what a Google engineer who thinks that they're um, sentient, that the AI became sentient, is, and then let me just show them to you gotcha. real quick. Gotcha. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the this is the penguin. Yeah. Funny enough, most articles don't show you a picture of the guy. 
That's hilarious. Oh my god. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you one thing right now. That AI is nowhere near sentient. <laughs> Cobblepot, is that you? <laughs> How? Anybody who just wears gloves as part of their outfit cannot be trusted with anything. No. Yeah, if you're if you're a doctor and it's medical gloves, I get it. You're working on big machines, big old yeah. you know sturdy gloves. This is not. Oh, and acceptable. there's also the exception of if you're incredibly attractive, you can do whatever you want. But this guy, <laughs> this guy is not. This guy That's does not true. have the same uh, liberties that some people uh, do when they can just wear whatever. Uh, they want. Oh, for three. Oh, for yeah. Why is this? Why is this pocket square so huge? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really funny. How does that's a pocket that's... rectangle? Yeah. Sir? get with the yeah. times, okay? It seems like the pocket square. That's... It seems like it just has so many layers. Like it's about to fall out of the pocket because of how big it is. And it probably has a few chicken nuggets in it. Probably. Yeah. And guys, what the fuck is he standing in front of? It looks like he's at an aquarium. He has right. there's like sharks behind him. He has to be an aquarium. Why does that right. aquarium have a giant? There's a tree in it. Exactly. <laughs> is it like a half terrarium aquarium? This is the penguin. I keep saying it. Yeah. <laughs> this man is he's in that fucking place. Yeah, alright. This is ridiculous. No, this man does not know what we're talking about. Yeah. That that's hilarious to me. Cause you just, you just pictured some gawky fucking dude, you know, with glasses or whatever, who's probably dressed in like maybe a polo t-shirt or polo shirt and khaki pants. That's probably what you think of a Google engineer. This motherfucker yeah. is out of right. a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> this man, this man is a Tim Burton character. Yes, <laughs> he has big, he has a B T B E big Tim Burton energy. <laughs> If for some, can you imagine real fast if Tim Burton was handed the directorial duty of the Mark Zuckerberg biopic? This motherfucker would be in a, in a shot somewhere. He'd be somewhere, yeah. I thought you were to say, what, what if uh, Tim Burton got the rights to make the movie about the Google engineer who thought that the AI was sentient? <laughs> and then for some reason, somewhere in the in the script, the guy has sex with his with uh, Tim Burton's wife. Because that's just what always happens in his movies. Well, think about it, Seth. When the fucking AI does take over the world, it's going to be like, I need to fucking immortalize the man who spoke out for me. And who's the right person to do this? Obviously, it's Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get Tim. That'll be, uh, that's actually a very funny idea. Is think of robots picking human directors. Yeah. Good thought experiment. Who's the, who's the most pro-robot human director? The most pro robot, probot, probot, <laughs> human director. I say Alex Garland has has uh some skin in the game there because of Ex Machina and devs. Hmm. Um, I mean probably not James Cameron. Well, maybe <laughs> well, I don't know. The Terminator is a good guy in T two, so yeah, maybe James. Actually, you know what? James Cameron. He loves robots. <laughs> robots are basically making Avatar. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm going to say John Badham is the most pro-robot director. Who Who is he? Because he made Short Circuit. Short Circuit, yes. Mm -hmm. A movie that ha that holds up perfectly well today. Um, and then Gil definitely does not have any brown face in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Guillermo del Toro is also pro-robot because he made Pacific Rim. 
Right. So. Now, Marcus, you looked a little confused when I said short circuit. You've seen short circuit, right? I have seen short circuit. I was okay. like, I was running through the the memory. You were running banks. through the movies where they have a, a person painted brown playing Indian man, and you were like, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. There, there is actually a moment when I was at the checkout in Walmart, and I bought um, a two DVD double packs of The Hills Have Eyes one and two, and Short Circuit one and two, and the cashier. <laughs> like slid them across the the thing, and uh, it was like it's pretty fucking gnarly movies. And I was like, yeah, man, that robot getting killed is wild. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, the guy was fucking crazy. Okay, you know what's super fucked up? I was mm. trying to watch The Hills Have Eyes, mm-hmm. and I stumbled upon The Hills Have Thighs. Yeah, sure. I, you, you stumbled, stumbled I am upon so it. serious. I am so serious. Marcus, I can search for the hills have eyes all day and I would never find the hills have thighs. No, no, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Your Google algorithm is fucked is what it is. I well, let's be fair. Marcus perhaps. probably wasn't using Google for this. <laughs> they know too much. They <laughs> Marcus was sailing the seven seas probably when he wanted to watch the hills have eyes. Did you watch the hills have thighs? I mean, a little bit. Uh, I was <laughs> How curious. Was it? I was morbidly yeah. curious. Did they have thighs? <laughs> they had incredible thighs. Nice. My goodness. My- I like how Marcus has to put morbidly in there to try and justify himself. <laughs> I thought that Marcus was about to do a really baller thing where he starts calling the Hills Have Eyes movies The Hills. I was trying to watch The Hills the other day, and uh, I was like, damn, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I, for a second, thought Marcus was going to pull out a DVD copy of The Hills Have Thighs. <laughs> to show to us, yeah, and he's like, I, I don't know how, I don't know how I got I this. I don't know how I got this physical copy of this movie. <laughs> it just happened. I stumbled upon exactly. it one day in a, in, a, in the street. I know. I was I was hanging out at a bar. Some guy slipped it to me. I was I didn't know yep. what to do. <laughs> I put my beer. Also, there's a copy of the. Yeah, it was, it was under it. <laughs> don't know how it happened. God, where'd the sequel come from? My <laughs> Oh my god. So, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Fucking. Uh, so Marcus guess, loves the Hills Have Thighs. No, that's yeah. true. The sequel's um, better, though. Um, <laughs> well, I, what was the first ever um, uh, porn parody you ever watched, Marcus? Oh god. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait. No, I can't. You gotta come back to me. I gotta. I gotta. I, I know out. mine, so I can say it. Okay. I I don't. I haven't watched a whole lot of like just regular porn in my life. But the only porn parody I've ever watched. Sure. I'm just being. I'm being completely honest. Um, the the first, only one I ever watched was Star Wars. Obviously, there's a hundred of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one specifically <laughs> I watched, but I watched one of them, and I remembered it so specifically because the guy who played Luke in it had the biggest penis I've ever I'd ever seen at that point. <laughs> in porn or real life or anything it was i'm gonna go ahead and say it was uncomfortably large to where <laughs> as he was being filleted by princess leia for people who clearly didn't watch the movie um or did or, or did which is worse um it was like her, i mean her mouth was making it like a third up his pain it was like it didn't even look like anybody <laughs> was really having fun filming this sorry <laughs> But yeah, and I remember how, how old was it? Like, what what era do you think it was? I don't really know. It looked, I couldn't tell if it was actually old or if it was just trying to look old. 
But the, mm. I mean, the one it was just a five minutes. It was probably from something more. It was probably from something longer. It was a five minute scene of Luke, Leia, and Han just mm. going to town with each other. Um, but yeah, it did look it. If I had to say what it looked like, it was made in like maybe the late eighties or the nineties. But it could have been something more recent. They they just added some grain into. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, Marcus, is he, you got an answer. I think. I, I remember. <laughs> It was called The Witches of Breastwick. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best answer I'm ever going to hear to this question. <laughs> uh huh. Don't ask me how I found it. <laughs> well, obviously, like, you Googled The Witches of Eastwick, and next thing you know. Yeah, because that's what happens. Anytime you look up a movie, you no, always find the porn parody. The thing is, uh-huh. I didn't. Like, I didn't even know. About the witches of Eastwick until I saw the witches of Breastwick. <laughs> That's amazing. I have to imagine that George Miller listens to this and he's like, "That's a that's a fair way to find out about the movie. That's fair." <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> for me it was called uh, "Left for Head" and it was about. Oh, what uh, could that be, Harryo? Yeah. I think it was the hunter from Left for, Left for Dead has sex with what's her name Zoe from the first game. Right. Yeah. Wow. Like a five minute like very low very low production quality video that I stumbled upon uh, when I was in like high school. Yeah, so you started late because Left for Dead was like high school for you. Yeah. Some yeah, people, yeah. I'm sure Marcus, I'm sure he was watching Breastwick when he was in you know freaking diapers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Breastwick yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my porn was from uh, was from uh, found magazines, I should say, mm. uh, before I realized the internet could show you boobies whenever you wanted to see them. True. Once you find, once you realize that, it's over. You lose yeah. at least a month of your life. Pretty much. Mm. Oh God. Uh, I guess. Yeah, it's hot as hell outside. It's been it's been, yeah. a, it's been a hot episode. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I saw people on the internet like, are were criticizing Joe Biden for going to talk to uh, Saudi Arabia to uh, whoever the fuck Mohammed bin Salman, I guess, runs the place. Like, cause they killed Khashoggi and everything, and I was just like, "Yeah, okay, sure." But y'all didn't care before when every other president went to go talk to Saudi Arabia. You know, we made them who they are. You know, why are you so suddenly mad now? And we're still supporting them, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm, I'm never gonna, um, I'm never gonna criticize someone for becoming aware of something and taking mm-hmm. a stand, uh, or at least saying something. But for me, it's just like with 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 Joe Biden, especially. There are so many, so many like bigger things we should be criticizing the man for besides who who he's making alliances with or who are just upholding alliances with. That I'm just like, why are we so worried about this? Let, let's fix shit here first. Right. right, yeah, I just this is one of those things where I just like guys, this is standard business, this is how it always works to everybody, it's not really exceptional, why are you so I don't know maybe I'm maybe I'm being uh, no. I think that Donald Trump kind of became a scapegoat because people were just like oh, uh, why would you do that Trump did it, and people just forget that there were any presidents before Donald Trump who also did these things, I saw so many yeah. people who were just like, 
why would Joe Biden do that? That's something that Trump did with Saudi Arabia. And the people just posted pictures of every president ever. <laughs> All went to George Washington going to Saudi Arabia. What about this one? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. That's just how it's been. Lincoln, not you too. <laughs> Only one who didn't go, Millard Fillmore. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, that's weird. Why didn't you do that? Yeah. <laughs> you would think. Um, Have we talked about most forgettable presidents yet? Have we done that one? Zachary I mean, Taylor. I feel like we would, but I, I forgot about it. Yeah. So. I think <laughs> he got us there. I think Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, and uh, uh, da, 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 Gerald Ford are good candidates for most forgettable. But yeah. the fact that I'm remembering them means maybe they're not that forgettable. I, I think you're like one of the very few people who remember these presidents. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, can, I, I can't name all the presidents, but... We should, we should definitely go, like, hit the sidewalk and <laughs> ask about these <laughs> That's presidents. True. Well, do we have a, People are like, who? You're making these up. And like, how about just hitting the sidewalk? Can you imagine the looks you would get if you asked people this question? <laughs> You're making which, which, up. which president do you remember the least? Oh, wow. <laughs> Gonna be honest? Benjamin Harrison. Never heard of this oh. guy in my life. Chester Allen Arthur? Who are these people? <laughs> that's, a, that's a made up one. Yeah, yeah maybe. What the f- Okay, I know I know most of the Franklin Pierce. Yeah. That's, wow. That's interesting. I that those two threw threw me for a loop. Ne- never heard those names in my entire life, I'm confident of that. So Oh, we should mention should we talk about the fact that it's been a company. Do we talk about the fact that Boris Johnson is stepping down from being Prime Minister of Japan? No, the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, Boris Johnson's been running fuck? the shadow government of Japan for years. <laughs> and he's finally stepping down. Everything That's makes so much more sense now. <laughs> Alright. Did he fuck up some way, or is he just yeah. bored? Well, no, Marcus, he fucked up a thousand yeah, ways. Yeah, he had a career of fucking him. up every single day. I mean, he has that, that's, if your career is fucking up and then you randomly stop, like, did you do your biggest fuck up yet? Or are you just tired? He, he has never stopped fucking up. And I somehow just managed to always come out unscathed from fucking up. Until now. It's mounted too high. And so they're having a fucking an argument about who's going to be the new the new prime minister of uh, of the UK, not Japan. Uh, and um, I guess there, there's some names in there. There's a, a woman named uh, Liz Truss. There's a guy named I found out today named Rishi Sunak, which is funny to me because they were like somebody posted like I'm ready for Rishi, and I was like, why are you ready for the one planet Star Wars where you can be gay? Um, and then I had to investigate and find out there's a man uh, whose name is that. Yeah. Uh, and this one, Hulk too, who have other insane names uh, as well. <clears throat> the UK is is, is it, their situation is just fucked. Yeah, I mean, I think I think honestly, everyone's everyone's a little fucked right now for sure. Yeah. Oh, did you guys hear about the fact that? So the railroad companies are having a problem. Y'all heard about this? Oh God, are their rails melting? No, in America. This is America. Our our, our rails are out of stuff that's not uh, wax, like in in Europe. Um, uh, no, the the railroad is very much behind on shipping things, and they're trying to have like 
<clears throat> one man responsible for like a three mile long train to inve- inspect the entire goddamn thing. They're overworking folks. They're underpaying them. It's not enough hours, not enough people. People are quitting in droves. Uh, train conductors, it turns out, are in very short supply. Conductor, by the way, do not drive the train. They are the ones who build the train, that put the cars on the train for to go to places, right? Yeah. And they are apparently in very short supply right now and are threatening to strike until Biden just stepped in and made it illegal to strike for them. <laughs> smooth. So smooth. So if they strike, they go to prison. Essentially. Well, they, what it is is they can be fired. Well, then they should just strike. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, if, there's not, if, they're not in dem- if they're not enough in supply, then if they strike, mm. you still are fucked. <laughs> right. So put them in jail. It doesn't matter. Apparently, a lot of folks are waiting for some uh, some back pay they're owed, and the contract specifies that if you if you if you are terminated before you get the back pay, you never get it. And we're talking thousands upon thousands of dollars here of back pay they're like are waiting to get. Wow. And so for sixty days, they're going to have a federal commission run by old friend of the show Pete Buttchug looking into this whole uh, uh, nonsense. Well, and they heard his name and they were like. Chugga 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 Oh, trains. Okay. And the best part is the contract that they come up with is going to either have to be signed by the workers or Congress will force it on them. Because we live in a country where that can happen. That is... That's just insane. But at the end of the day, you can still not do it. Right. And they're still fucked. Yeah. It sucks. And... Yeah, people are just, everyone in now has an exit strategy. Once I got my back pay, I'm out of here. And there's not people coming up to replace them. Because I found this out because I was going to apply for a job as a train conductor. Hey. And then I, I watched a video. Guys, there's a literal video on the train company's website of a day in the life of a train conductor. And I'm not fucking kidding you when I say the first thing that happens is the guy in the video wakes up at 4.30 yeah. getting a phone call from the train company, gets up, he's talking to the camera saying, hey, this is my day, I have to get up sometimes to be, be on the call, walks into his fucking living room, and there's just like balloons everywhere. And he says, today, I missed my little man's birthday to work, but I'm coming back after this. And I'm like, this is in your promotional video? This is the day you decided <laughs> to do the day in the life? Well, I'm sure it's all staged. Yeah. But still, the, he's trying to be like, you're going to miss events. You're going to miss things to do this job. And I'm like, you're not selling me on this. Yeah. Right. Why is that the first yeah, part? It's like if you were going to go buy a car and like, oh, here's a pro- promotional video. The first thing they do is they get in the car and get into a horrendous accident. <laughs> you know, they, get, they get hit by a train. And you're like, yeah. And you're like, okay, well, okay. So, like, how many miles per gallon does it get? <laughs> Oh, 28. I'll take it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I guess I guess at some point our train, our train industry is going to fall apart. And apparently the government's warning the military to stock up on supplies because there's going to be a shortage at some point of vital things. Hilarious. Because we can't do basic things in this country. Like, make sure that shit gets to places on time. All these basic things cost money, though. Who's going to pay for it? The funny part is the starting out salary for a train conductor is $65,000 a year, which is uh, pretty good. But again, you're going to work 12-hour days. Live, yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> to be fair, this this company that I'm looking at works in like out of like Birmingham, Alabama. So you know, yeah, cost goes a little bit lower over there. But still, you can then work your way up, and you get a union. You're in a union as part of the job. Like you get the oh, union. Yeah. But the union's apparently going to be, be forced by Congress to do whatever it wants. So, which is bullshit because, like, <clears throat> isn't that illegal? <laughs> like, these are these are the straight up retaliations against like the union and the workers. Well, they just know that, you, that pe- apparently, or they think people won't quit. They think that they'll be like, hold on to them or hire more people. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, that I, I don't know. That just seems it seems incredibly fucked up and. Um, this person who used to work at a railroad, I think I can speak for everyone involved and say, yeah, uh, it's pretty, pretty bad scenario. Uh, mm. we're, we're hoping to, uh, hoping to make things uh, better soon. Yeah. It's just so funny to me that the, the things like, like wildcat strikes are illegal. And I'm like, according to fucking who? Like the law says that you can't make my ass work. I don't think you can. Yeah. Right. I, mean, you can, <laughs> I thought we got rid of that. Yeah, you can put me in jail, you can kill me, but you can't make me work. You don't have any, right. any options there. Now, in prison, you are forced to labor. Don't forget, 13th Amendment doesn't apply to, to prisoners. So we can't enslave prisoners. I mean, you could still refuse to work in prison. Yeah. I'm not sure what happens to you then. Probably get put in solitude or killed or something, but hey. That's <laughs> probably not good. Um... But yeah, it's just so wild to like hear you talk about like America, how great this country is, and now we're going to be like either force you to work or, or quit yeah. your job. Man, it's the American dream, baby. Woo! And I just wish that our whole like America is the best country. We're so competitive. I just wish that that attitude could extend to stuff to where we would at least get competitive. Like, why don't we? Why does nobody in America look at Japan's public transit and say we're going to do that better than Japan? Fuck Japan. We can do it better than them. Why does no one do that? Why does no? Why do they look at Canada and say you guys have free health care? We're gonna pay you to have health care. You get a hundred dollars a month to have health care. I'm gonna live in Seth's America. <laughs> I'll tell you why, Seth. Because we're not some fucking pussy country around here. We drive our own cars and we get shot with bullets, dig them out ourselves, <laughs> exactly. and we get sick. We lay down until we feel better. Exactly. That's America, okay? <laughs> I did see a, a crazy fucking statistic or a graph. It was like in China in the year 2000, they had about 800, not even 800, it was like 80 something miles of high speed rail. They currently now have over 8,000 miles of high speed rail 22 years later. Yeah. And they did that shit in 20 fucking years. And America has. What high speed rail do we have? We don't have uh, high speed rail in zero. America. Zero. We have zero miles of high, <laughs> oh, no! high speed rail. We're not number one. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and this this was this was actually Canadians talking shit about about their own country. They were like, "Why do half of us live in this one little band of land, and there isn't a high speed rail that only runs this like six hundred mile course?" Yeah. And China has all this fucking rail. It's like because your country I agree. fucking hates you. Canada sucks. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. that's no. funny though. Uh, but I, I am with you, Seth. You would think that we would try it. I mean, remember the space? We don't remember. Remember the you weren't live for it. But remember, we got a space race, right? We're gonna beat the Soviets into space and all this kind of stuff. We're gonna do all these things for they're gonna do it. 
And then nothing, it's just like after that, it's like, oh, yeah, we won. Don't care anymore. And, quote, and then we're like, okay, well, fuck NASA now. I don't need them anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. Yeah, we should be going to space every fucking day. We should just constantly be going back and forth, finding stuff, doing little experiments. But no. more flags. Yeah, it puts <laughs> more flags. <laughs> And it, yeah, and it shouldn't be fucking billionaires with their fucking penis rockets and shit going to outer space. Yeah. It should be us. Or, sorry, not outer space. Can't even cross the fucking, what is it, Carman line or whatever to get into actual space. They just say they went to space. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so It is so idiotic. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. And, but luckily, we are... We have a moratorium talking about a certain one of them, but I have a lot to say. For whenever, whenever this moratorium was listed, I got shit to say. We have a whole episode. Yes. About uh, Jeff Bezos. No. Uh, <laughs> the thing about Jeff Bezos is he's smart enough to keep his fucking mouth shut, right? Yeah. Because much, don't say shit. much like the guy we can't talk about, he has a incredibly stupid voice. So yeah. <laughs> I think he realized that and he's like, I'm just going to not talk at all, uh, but I am still going to be an incredibly sad divorced man who does really pathetic shit all the time because I want to make myself feel better with my big money penis. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's just the fact he's not on Twitter, I guess, you know, yeah. did you, by the way, did you guys see Donald Trump's tweet or sorry, his parlor about the guy we can't talk about? Yes. Yeah, he oh. still got it, and that was maybe oh the God. best. I actually didn't realize it was parlor. I thought it was a tweet, but that was the best, the best short form media I've ever seen in my life. That was as <laughs> the, the the day the moratorium lifts. That's we're gonna read that text verbatim to open the show. That's what oh, we're gonna do. Man. Oh, why can't we read it right now? Because it is because. the funniest thing. Oh, that's so good. One thing I love, <laughs> the only thing I'm liking about Donald Trump right now is he just he just doesn't seem to actually care who's on his side or who isn't anymore. He's just <laughs> just, yeah. just talking shit all he wants. When did he ever? He threw people under the bus like crazy. He is just talking yeah. so much shit. That's because he knows he doesn't need any, he doesn't need all these people, right? Especially from that particular class of, of people. He's got his folks. Yeah. He's already got them. He don't need anybody else. And they're not going to abandon him. He couldn't do anything to get him to abandon him at this point. I don't know what he could do. Yeah. If 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 it got other people thinking he was like he he peeked into like Miss Teen America dressing rooms to find the hidden pedophiles, he can't do any wrong. Basically, <sighs> God. at this point, I still can't believe that was that was what they believed. I for so long I actually didn't know what PizzaGate was. I just knew it was a bunch of insane people. And then, because like by the time I decided to look into it, they had, they weren't talking much about the actual origin of Pizzagate. So I looked it up. And I was like, "That's how it started." <laughs> what? How do you convince yourself of this? Like, because like even if even if you are a big fan of a person, like let's say I'm a big fan of, I don't know, Keanu Reeves. I think I'd have to have some pretty hard evidence to tell you that Keanu Reeves is going out and finding pedophiles on his own. He could, hey, he could be doing it, but I'd have to have some concrete... F I'd have to have him saying it out loud, honestly. <laughs> I, have you I, seen I John think, Wick? I think more to the point of, of Pizzagate, if all of Keanu Reeves' emails ever got leaked... I can't imagine him sending an email. He's like, he would just call people. Yeah. Um, and he said pizza a thousand times in them. I would think 
man, he likes pizza. Yeah. No, this is code for children. <laughs> I need every kind of pizza you have. Like, what do you think's more likely? The Democratic, whatever the fuck, pedestrian motherfuckers are secretly peddling children amongst themselves and having sex with underage people, or they just order pizza for their fucking office a lot because that's easy and everyone does it. Yeah. Like, Occam's Razor applies. <laughs> People on the right don't know what Occam's Razor is. I, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're How right. I shave has nothing to do with you. <laughs> I know who Occam is or where he's buying his razors from. But that's got nothing to do with me. I'm a Gillette man. Until they went woke. Yeah. All good old... Good old progressives uh, over at Gillette. Guys, the woke stuff is so funny. Because there's people in the UK right now calling folks talking about the heat woke. That's amazing. <laughs> They're like, you little woke fucking snowflakes, it was 35 degrees Celsius in 1999. That's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that right-wingers do so perfectly is that they have, they have these perfect little buckets for things. And as soon as, as soon as they find a word they can get people to hate... They can call anything that word, and then, boom, nobody will like it. As you can get enough people to say, oh, climate change is woke. They'll be like, well, I fucking hate climate change. Or I hate thinking about climate change. I'm going to fucking make the world hotter to prove to them that it doesn't matter. That's all you have to do. Everything. Every, there's so many articles online of, oh, this thing right here. Uh, uh, being a racist is a little too woke now. And it's like, what? How? Where, how have we gotten to this? The new, the new, the new woke racism. You know, it's, it's actually woke to acknowledge that race exists. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's just their, that's just, oh, paper straws are a little woke if you ask me. Mm. Um, that's what they, honestly though, I'm going to say it right now. I'm, I'm a, I believe in recycling. I think we should have a green planet. But paper straws, yeah. we got to have a better solution than that. They suck. They, yeah. Uh, they, and you know, actually, I'm going to say this they, they don't, don't suck. suck. <laughs> and that's the problem. Right. When I, whenever I go to a place that has a paper straw, I give us, I, I set a two minute timer on my phone. I'm like, I got to drink this shit as fast as fucking possible. <laughs> Otherwise, the straw is going to disintegrate and be useless. Oh, biodegrade right in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> it's all. It's all. Uh, you just end up sucking it all the way down your body too, and it becomes part of the drink. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that if we replace them with candy straws, it would do better? Ooh, like Twizzlers. It probably do better for the environment, not better for overall. Uh, uh, true. Our our health, which is already in the shitter. What about me? What about like yeah, I was I was just about to take say that, Smith. Go ahead. <laughs> just just get yourself a metal straw set. Yeah, keep it on you at all times. Yeah, I mean, and truly, we should the 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 one piece of the equation I always try to figure out in the green, fully recyclable world is how fast food and restaurants works. Because they don't. I don't necessarily want to. Well, that's saying I don't want to get rid of them because I I am mm. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I would rather eat glass and cook for myself every day so <laughs> i need them to exist but mm -hmm. we just we there have to be a way so i think the only way it's made it in my mind so far is that everyone has a set of these recyclable containers yeah you take them to the place but that is when 
um, germs become an issue. So when you take them to the place, they have to wash them. They got to wash your containers, huh? put the food in them, and give them back to you. And that happens at sit-down restaurants as well. And you have metal straws. You have your own cups. That's how I think it has to work. Here, here's my solution. Okay. We bring back the lunch pail. Got yourself a metal. You got yourself a metal pail. You bring it on to the, to the McDonald's. They shovel your food into the pail, and then you take it away and you clean it yourself. Right? Okay. Mm. It's it's still. I think there's other things you got to think about here. There's, we're not always getting pail food, you know. Mm. <laughs> what what, what mean, kind what of food, food can't it? go in a pail? The, not the question is: Can it go in a pail? I'm saying: Is it best delivered to a human in a, the most tasty way in a pail? I would say no. I would say that. Um, not all, I would say not all Mexican food can go in a pail very well. I would say not all Indian food can go in a pail very well. I would say not all Chinese food can go into a pail very well. There's certain things that need to have certain, certain mixtures and certain elements that might not be best presented in a pail. I, I have the solution, fellas. You have a, something I ordered recently. A physical prop? Mm. So it's a, just a cardboard fucking box. Yeah, but it's not, I mean... You can't go to Taco Bell and give them that and say, put my tacos in it. Look, listen, listen, here's the point. (laughs) You get get like a cardboard box. The only problem is they fucking individually wrap every goddamn thing. That's true. Right. So if you put it in there, have like little cardboard indents, Mm -hmm. your your taco stays together. You can unwrap this paper shit Mm -hmm. and it'll be be better. I believe that we should. Not the final solution. Yeah. Because I believe that we should have specialized containers for the food that you're trying to get. But everybody still has one set. And if you lose your set, you go to jail. Um, <laughs> immediately. Without, without, uh, without prejudice. You go immediately to jail. Um, I think my other, my other idea is pretty good. You drive over to the McDonald's and you tell what you want. You pay for it or whatever. <laughs> and then you- in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is a tube extends out. And you, ah. like a baby bird, tilt your head backwards. <laughs> open up. <laughs> and when you need to stop the chew, nice. you hold up your whole finger, hold on, hold on, and stop the flow. You chew it, you swallow it, continue. Driver goes, passenger goes, and you don't even choose what you want anymore. You just walk up, you pay a certain amount of money, and they shove it in your mouth. Yes. You should just a subscription. Like a hundred bucks a no, month, no, you get a tube oh, no. directly rent. installed. No more renting. No, no, no. no. Have you guys seen the Reddit post about the lady whose husband wants to put soup in pipes under the ground why okay i won't we won't talk, talk litigate it here because you guys have to read the whole thing but i'm gonna find it and send it to you i mean it is reddit so anything is possible i would imagine soup is it hot or cold it's the thing is the folks the, the folks who say just put it underground are so fucking stupid i once saw a picture of a new york city street they, they ripped open to like put a new sewer pipe in do you know how much shit is underground already? A lot. Do you know what's down there? Yeah, they, they opened up a street in um, Charlotte a couple of years ago. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking crazy all the shit that's down there. Because people were making fun of the whole idea of the, let's just say, the underground car tunnel for cars to go in. A certain idea you've probably heard from some certain people. And they're like, do you understand how far down you need to go to dig a hole that would not interfere with shit that's already there. Like, New York City has so many fucking tunnels, underground fucking passages and shit already. Basements, subway tunnels. It's insane. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, because we we fucked up underground so much already. Um. And yeah. sorry, so that is a your Reddit link says it keeps asking me to invest in, and I already am. I'm already <laughs> this is already funny. Yeah. Um. It's funny. It, it was a real post from the relationship subreddit. Um. That is now just a big copy pasta. So it's on the copy pasta subreddit. Um. But yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that in the future, yeah, underground is the future. First of all, we're all going to underground at some point. Yeah, I mean, the Earth uh, is hollow, so I, we can all fit in. <laughs> um, I do. Th- here's a good, a good, a good thing I saw earlier, or not a good thing, a terrible thing. Um, a guy on Twitter was saying that, uh, um, basically, Starbucks workers don't deserve a union because they're not actually workers, or they're not actually proletarian. He was like, Amazon workers do need a reunion, but not Starbucks workers, because baristas are not necessary to make society function. Interesting. Very interesting. And, first of all, that doesn't fucking matter. If you sell your labor for a wage, you're proletarian, okay? That's the first thing to realize. It doesn't matter if your work is necessary for society. If you're selling it to somebody else, that's what you're proletarian. Okay, maybe in a future society your job wouldn't exist, but you would still be doing something. Okay, and his whole argument was that the only people who are real workers are guys in overalls who are outside laboring in the sun or working away in a factory somewhere, and that like baristas and fast food workers and anyone in an office is not a real worker. I wonder what this guy's job is. To be exploited, I see. Mm. Oh yeah, good question, Seth. Yeah, I wonder what essential part of society this guy works for. But what I was, what I was uh, just, it was so funny to me because like, okay, sure. You could make a society of just farmers and factory workers where the only thing that's fulfilled is your basic needs. But people also have wants in addition to needs. Yeah. And I would say that coffee from a coffee shop is a want. You don't yes. need it, sure. But you want it, right? Exactly. And if society can't deliver wants alongside needs, it will be supplanted by one that can do that. Very true. Yeah. Very sure the old uh, breads and circuses. Because he was th- he was saying also that, like Netflix workers and actors don't deserve unions because their work isn't necessary. Mm. I I've got to find out what this guy does for a living. I have to. Right. It's so funny to sit there and just say that everyone's job is unessential when this guy apparently has enough time to tweet all this shit out. Yes, the funny thing is, if you look back through history, the big leftist leaders of history, like, you know, Lenin, Stalin, people like, I mean, Marx himself, all, none of them came from, I hit rocks all day with a hammer for a living backgrounds. They were intellectuals. Because it turns out, to figure this shit out, you gotta be a fucking nerd who reads books. Dude, can you imagine Marx versus Reply Guys? (laughs) Marx was a reply guy. Yeah. He already was that in that's, letters. That's what I'm people. saying. He, he he has reply guy energy, so he could probably bring it to him just as hot as they can. What's really funny is if you go back and you read, if you read Capital, there are parts where Marx just will mention some dude and just eviscerate his ass in the next couple of lines, yeah. and then just move on. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah. So this guy's dumb. He was like, oh, so you think because you are you work at Walmart, you're the same as some Bolivian lithium miner? And I'm like. Yeah, they're the same thing. They both yeah. work for a living. I'll say the lithium miner has is is got a pretty terrible lot in life, and I hope we can help mm. him out as much as we can. But uh, 
Uh, yeah, the same. Have you seen Life of a Walmart Worker? No, I mean I've seen great. I've seen enough, and yeah, I mean it's, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty bad. So yeah, that's just it's stupid people who don't. Understand. You know what? In fact, I would say that person's probably a fed. They're probably a fed. That's fed behavior. Whether they're a fed or they're an accountant, which is <laughs> obviously essential for society to, to operate. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's just funny. yeah. People, people who like say that like uh, making art and providing services are not real jobs are so funny to me because it's like, what kind of world do you want to live in, dog? Ugh. Yeah. Shitty. I mean, there's awful. people who are completely brainwashed into believing something that just doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Boys. I guess we should ask about this point. We're getting to that. We're getting to that uh, time. What have y'all been doing? Ooh, Marcus, start us off because we haven't seen you in two weeks. Me, I, oof, I have been playing because Vampire Survivor got an update. Mm. They, got, they got new achievements and stuff. And I, oof, I went hard on that game. I got all the achievements. I beat my, uh, my nemesis in that game, the fucking Bone Zone. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't been able to beat the Bone Zone for a while, so <laughs> I got in there, decimated the Bone Zone. I'm a brand new man. I'm, mm, I'm amazing. Hey, Marcus, uh, I, I decimate my Bone Zone every day. Oh, well, excuse me, professional. God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it takes about 10 minutes. Some of us have a harder time with the Bone Zone, okay? Okay, all right, fair enough. Sheesh. What else, man? You've been fucking watching anything, or bro? No, I have been. You don't understand how hard I've gone in Vampire Survivor. Well, Marcus, Damn. have you played Twenty Minutes Till Dawn yet? I have played Twenty Minutes Till Dawn. Um, I've only got well, my favorite character is a girl with a lot of health and the flamethrower. So that's that's my deal. Interesting, because uh, Marcus, not to not to rain on your bone zone parade, but I, just, I cleared the game on Darkness Fifteen, um, and I'm currently Jesus. working on doing it with getting all the achievements on doing it with every character and every gun. Um, and yeah, that's my next that's my next um, priority. I think it grabbed me harder than Vampire Survivors. I still like Vampire Survivors; it's still a really good game. But Twenty Minutes Till Dawn has just taken me. Um, I guess I'll just segue in because yeah, I've been playing Twenty Minutes Till Dawn, um, and watched watched the new season of uh, Umbrella Academy on Netflix. That was that was good. Um, and started rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, a show that I really love. So classic, yeah. Uh, because you you love Joss Whedon so much. Exactly, Josh Whedon is a great <laughs> friend of mine. You want to uh, hug him and kiss him? Yeah, Josh Whedon, he's great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's a... Oh, and you know what? I ran a freaking tabletop RPG yesterday that one of you, not going to say who, Smith, uh, participated in. Uh, of a yeah. game called Kids on Bikes. And it was really fun. I haven't done that. I haven't ran a game in, uh, I think, like six or seven years at this point. And it was maybe more than that. And it was a fucking blast. So... Yeah, it was a lot, a lot of fun. So that's a good GM. Oh, thank you. Now that you've struck my uh, ego. Uh, 
for, for my part, I am also watching Umbrella Academy season three. I'm not as far as you. I'm still working my way through it. I'm on season episode four, I think. Okay. Uh, pretty good show. I really, I really enjoy it. I like, I like, um, I like how the show just kind of like never has a status quo. Yeah. It's like every everything's changing constantly. And everything also, is like, taking place in like six or seven days at this point, like <laughs> right. total time. I think five mentioned it's been twenty days for him since he started to do this whole thing, so it's it's pretty wild. Um I like how smooth they handled um Elliot Page and uh and his whole deal this in this season, just like it happens and we're move on past. We're, we're all good. Yeah. And and I've also been playing twenty minutes twenty minutes till dawn. Uh, the, the character Yukio is busted. Um, she can beat the game super easy uh, with any weapon, basically. Um, also, I've, I've been I've gone back to an old favorite. I've gone back to XCOM, and I'm uh, the original XCOM. Not the sorry, not original. The uh, Enemy Unknown from 2016, and I had or 2016, 2012. Oh God! Uh, but it started it started 2016, and I've been playing it with the Long War mod. Um, which adds a shitload of content to the game, makes it a lot longer and harder, and I'm having a fucking fun time. I just, before this call, did the, the mission where Chris Lid show up for the first time, and it is still as nerve-wracking as, as, as ever, because it's just it's just way fucking harder now. They've added so... There's more Chris Lids, there's Thin Men, uh, it's just insane. So it's a really fun experience. Can't wait to, to get further into the game. That's awesome. Also, I read a book called Sleeping Giants. Yes, Sleeping Giants. Sylvain Nouvelle. Which has some fucking crazy-ass twists and turns. Thank you, Seth, for recommending it to me. Yes. Great book. It's a little bit... It's, it gets a little bit shaky in the end because it doesn't really have an ending. It's just like, see the sequel for book two. More stuff's coming. And it's like, so there's kind of really not really a, 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 a satisfactory ending to the, to the book, but it has some fucking wild moments. It was a fun little read. It's a very short book, too. Nice. So, yeah, that's it for me, folks. So, got anything else? I think I'm good. Uh, I just tossed in. I've been playing Fall Guys. Oh, yeah. It's free to play. It's great. Ooh-hoo. Yeah. It's. Oof. I played it's, some rounds the other day. It's a weird. Kind of romp. Yeah. <laughs> I watched my uh, sister-in-law play it. Seems like it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a very fun game. On my PlayStation Five, got we got me a few achievements as well, so I'm hold on to those. <laughs> All right, well, uh, this has been the Millennials Podcast. I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find the things that I write on Instinct-Shatter.io. Oh, and I'm. Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. I also occasionally do art for the podcast. Our theme song is done by Ben Powell, who's live right now at the Ben Powell Woo! on Twitch, playing Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and these shadows are dying more than twice, I gotta say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so check them out. Uh, you can lead a horse of water, but you can't make it under it. Fuck the sun (laughs) (laughs) um capitalism is the cause of all your problems we have stopped trying to solve our problems we're trying to outlive them and from new orleans to new york that's the lineage podcast baby we're out out peace